Welcome to the Not-For-Profit On Purpose podcast series. This series is designed to help guide you on your journey through the not-for-profit space in terms of all things not-for-profit, including structures, setting up your not-for-profit, how you report, board governance, accounting, and anything else you could possibly think of in regards to not-for-profit. G'day, Justin Hawk from Whitesource here talking all things governance and culture, um, doing a series of catch-ups with you guys in terms of how governance can help a board manage its culture and culture being one of those elusive things that's always very hard to to grab and, and see. It's always very hard to manage from that point of view. So what we're trying to do is, is give you some ideas on how you can manage that and from a governance perspective of the board. So um, in defining culture, very hard to do. Um, I, I tend to talk about culture being behavior and beliefs that people hold and how they interact with others through that. So that's really what we're going to look at is um, a specific number of topics looking at how we can use governance and the tools that are there and the awareness of it to actively manage the culture that's happening on your board and then also therefore affect the culture of your organization. So recent, uh, recent two times we've caught up, we've talked about um, the legacy of your board and we've also talked about motivation. Today what I want to go through is um, talking about goals and expectations, or great expectations of the board, and how that fits into culture. So I think anyone who's worked on a board or worked with an organization, basically, you'd be used to there being a strategy put in place, and generally speaking, there would be some sort of goals that would be Put in for the organization now these might be high level like a vision but they could be short-term goals long-term goals from a governance perspective and when you're talking about goals you you often hear the term them being smart so specific um, you do want them to be specific measurable that's very important um, attainable achievable sometimes in not-for-profit space some of the goals are out there maybe not achievable but you know shoot for the stars uh, relevant, so obviously they want to be specific, and that becomes more specific where you're looking at specific roles and time-based, and that's actually a really important one from a not-for-profit perspective. Because if you're setting a a high-end goal that's really hard to achieve, having a short time frame might not be the best thing to get there. So you want them to there be a bit of alignment. Now, that's all great. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's not news to a lot of people in terms of smart and I think also the feedback I get is that well okay we've got goals in place but how does that help anything and quite often the goal itself or having the goals in place doesn't um, the goal setting process is useful and, and having a strategy that that's a useful process for a board it probably informs culture a little bit in terms of where you're going um, and it's always a, it's easier to steer a ship that's moving than standing still so you do want to be moving towards something but the goals themselves don't tend to have a big impact on culture. What you use the goals for that does have the impact on culture is setting expectations. So you can have a goal for the organization in one year, you're gonna you know, raise so many funds or you're gonna help this many people or you're gonna serve so many meals, that's great. You need to allocate that to someone. You need to have an expectation on who is going to do it. So that is the, the next part of, of having those goals. So moving them into expectations. So those 
usually start with the CEO. It's like, well, okay, the CEO as your expectations or KPIs or whatever you want to call them, this is what you, we want you to achieve. These are the things and, and, you know, define them in terms of specific, you know, be able to be measured in what time frame. So whether it's over a year or two years, this is what we want you to achieve. By setting those expectations, which are in line with the goals, it allows a board to manage the CEO. So I've seen this more often than not, where a board will set goals for the organization, they'll have a CEO, and they'll go, okay, off you go. But they haven't set out any expectations, so when the goals aren't achieved, it's very hard to manage the CEO, and very hard to say, well, why wasn't it achieved? It's very hard for the CEO also to report back on the goals because what is it, what, some of these might be quite lofty goals, how is their work day-to-day operationally feeding into those may not be readily apparent. So setting expectations allows a clear ability to report back to the board on how you're going on those expectations. It allows the board to then feed back in terms of managing the performance of people, which then leads to two really important things in an organization, at least to accountability, because by holding people to account on what you expect them to do creates accountability. The other thing that it helps create and should create is empowerment to an extent or being able to divulge responsibility to people. Because if you're saying, well, this is what we expect you to do, the responsibility that you're giving them or the authority that you're giving them should be in line with that expectation. So it allows accountability and empowerment to happen at the CEO level. Setting expectations, having accountability, clear authority and responsibility, this is a clear way to drive behavior. And that's what, that's what culture is all about. Like you want a certain, you want an alignment of behavior, you want a driving towards achieving the goals and you want everyone coming together. This is really important part of that culture development piece is setting the expectations. Now, if you flow that through to not just the CEO, but if you set their expectations, I mean, that then allows the CEO to set expectations of the people working within the organizations that are reporting into the CEO. So it allows the same process to divulge down that way. It also allows the board to set expectations of committees that it set up or to set up expectations of individual directors within the board. So it creates a culture of setting clear expectations that allows accountability to be created, allows responsibility, empowerment, and then from all of that, it allows there to be an alignment on all levels of the organization driving to one cultural goal or to the goals of the organization. So as you can see from that, the goals themselves are important because you need to know where you're going, but it's using those goals to create expectations in that are specific and around responsibility that really drives it into the cultural aspect. That's the first stage of expectations. It, as you continue to do that and hold people to account and achieve goals and move towards goals, that moves from just not just creating behavior, but actually creating belief that things can be achieved. So it creates the belief in the mythology of the organization that you know we set these goals and we can see how we're progressing towards it. And we know who's contributed to it because it's all being very clear and we've set expectations and we've had that feedback. So it's a part of, an, of, of taking that step of the governance step of moving the goals and having that information in place that really drives the culture of the organization. And this is a, this all that work 
in terms of expectation setting, that's not easy. That, that takes a fair bit of work and takes some real thought. But the value you can add to your culture by just doing that part of the governance processes of your organization is, in, in my experience, is immeasurable. So um, that's what I really wanted to share today. Get involved in expectations and really drive those goals. If you liked what you heard today, feel free to subscribe to the podcast series. And if you'd like some more information, check me out on LinkedIn. I'm happy to connect and answer any questions you might have. Otherwise, thanks for listening. It's Justin Hogg from RightSource.